these right here, so. Oh, we topped Whoa. it. He cold topped it. Okay. Ready to go. Yeah. Eight iron. Oh, we shanked it. Oh, look at that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy, is he on the sink. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Bogey Boys podcast. You're joined here by Kevin and Mark. As always, it's been a minute. I forgot the episode and I don't even know what day it is. Well, it's... Series... Open week is what it is. It is open week, that's for sure. Series 3, episode... Let's go 20, I think. 20 odd. It has been a minute. It has. We've had yes. a few ups and downs in the personal life, so we've uh, we've been off air, but we are back. We are back. We've got Doug back. <laughs> Where What's, should we start then? What, have, you played any, this? have you played any golf? I haven't, no. I haven't. To be honest. I, I haven't bought actually... some new wedges, like. I did, yeah. Talked about the rapper. <laughs> I had a, had a chipping lesson off, off Kinnear and then I haven't played since. Did you have the chipping lesson go? I beat him in a chipping comp. Chipped in. There you go. And things were on the up. I had all intentions of playing, but then the weather's took a turn every time I've had a day off and... We've been busy with appear on clothing, mate. We have indeed, yeah. It's been a lot going on, hasn't there? We've um obviously we launched in November, didn't we? Um had a decent launch, but the summer just seems to have kicked on and gone from strength to strength, hasn't it? It has, it has, which is obviously every time I'm going to the post office, I'm like, Oh, I've got to go eat again, but at the same time it's like more sales. There's more sales and there's more buzz and there's more people buying it and I think the one the, the word you've used there, buzz, that's the main thing. For me, it's like the buzz around the the brand has been way over my expectations. I mean, oh, a million percent. We've mentioned this in the past. We took a long time bringing it to market because we knew we had to bring something good. Obviously, we've got the unique styles that we've brought for the spring summer range, but the feedback that we've had so far, based on quality, design, you know, everything, price, price, breathability, flexibility in in the golf swing, you know, using the right materials for the golf garments, it's just been. I'm pretty sure not many companies have launched for, in seven months and had like three hole in ones, four tournament wins. Like, strength, just going from strength to strength, isn't it? That's it, yeah. It's all down to the recruitment team, that it is recruiting the right guys to get them in the team. But no, it's it has it's been it's been a great journey, as I say. We're a, a baby steps at the very beginning, but you know we're we're in a couple of retail stores now. Uh, sales there has been very good, so you know it's a proud moment for the brand, and no, no more so than when we went to. Open qualifying. For oh, well, that's team. it. Like, I think every single item of appearance that we've ever sold turned up at that open qualifying <laughs> when they all had it on. Certainly the definition of a local brand, that, isn't it? Like, there was just, there was hats everywhere. There was half sips everywhere. There's polos everywhere. We had four lads playing at that event. And then we had one lad. Chappy up in Scotland. Up in yeah. Scotland. And it was just loads of them. Because like, I know a few of the fellas down there and a few of the members at West Langs when I used to be a member and like, they were just like, what is this What is this logo on your head and why do we keep seeing it everywhere? <laughs> yeah. I was like, listen mate, this is me, me own clothing brand and everyone's just out there supporting it and wearing it and what yeah. I love the most is like seeing strangers in it. Yeah. Like you just was walking it's past all right and... get, It's all right getting the feedback off people who, who care for you and obviously want you to do well and they pay just because they want to see you do well but it's the people that don't know you. They've got no loyalties to you, and they give you that feedback, and you, it blows you away sometimes. Oh, that's amazing! Like I think the the biggest testament, obviously, we put it in Witness Golf Club, and he sold a few the first month, a few more the second month, and it just seems to be building a nice momentum. Like, and then putting it in Wirral, like we had a good chat with Sean down at Wirral Golf Club, and 
he was a bit like, oh, my budget's gone for the season. I've done this or that. And we were like, we'll just put it in and see if it sells. It sells. If it doesn't, we'll come and get it. And he's like, all right then. And then next minute he's texting us for more stock going down there. It's like, it's, it's, as you say, it's just, it's a testament to the, to the hard work and time that's went into the product. Yeah, no, definitely. And I say, it's, it's just the start for us, really. You know, we've got a lot of guys repping it on the amateur tours, the, the main tours. We've just launched our kids' range. We've got a lot of the lads uh, from the Tommy Fleetwood Academy. You yeah. know that they're wearing it. They're going out to Ireland on Sunday to play the World Championship. So good luck to all the kids playing out there. We've got the women's range, a couple of girls. Uh, Eleanor Slater just played pre-qualifying. Um, missed out by one shot, but I think she's fourth or fifth reserve. Yeah. So likely that she'll get into final qualifying. So again, good luck to Eleanor if she gets in there. Obviously, Mia's wearing it. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, the women's range will be here probably middle of august give us a month or so yeah um so well that's it and it's like obviously we've got a couple hanging up here the blue one that's we've only got smalls and um extra, extra smalls. smalls left in that yeah that red one behind me as well is selling hot yeah and like all the new ones like a couple of sizes now that we've we've sold out of and it's like although it's a problem it's a positive problem because that means they've 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 been sold so it's well that's it yeah and you know it's not only the sales it's it's the the ethos that sits behind the brand as well. Obviously, people who've listened to the podcast will know this before. To any new listeners, we're not just the clothing brands. We're creating a, an ecosystem around yeah. the brand, aren't we? You know, we we've are. got the Appear on Academy. If no one knows what that's about, we've got a community side and we've also got a commercial side. So we offer group coaching sessions, which is great for people getting together and, and, and learning together. And then they can practice together. They learn. That's a six-week program. Uh, we've got a community side where we're taking people physically off the streets and onto the golf course, we've got educational pathways that will drive those those people not knowing what they want in the career yeah. to a career in golf if they choose. Or not to. even knowing what golf is. Yeah, is exactly. is is another one, is another uh, option, isn't it? Well, definitely. Obviously, in our city, it's it's primarily football driven, isn't yeah, it? Everybody plays percent. football. You look of a of a Sunday. Obviously, I've got nephews that play every Saturday, every Sunday, and they love it. And, and when you go and watch them, like it's packed, you know, but. Golf is starting in this city now to get more and more popular. You're seeing the young lads more being packed out of the range, aren't you? So, yeah. Um, well, look, you only have to look at the, the Tommy Fleetwood Academy, don't you? Like when we were growing up, we had like a junior section. Yeah. Bootle, when I went to Formby, all there was a junior organizer and a, and a few players. Now they've got dedicated range space, they've got dedicated days where they play the par three, yeah. forward tees, all these different like little things to just help juniors enjoy the game a bit more. In our day, it was. It's off the reds if you if you want like well, like it was just it was always the yellows yeah well that's why the new the new system it's not just red for girls no more it's it's a tee based on ability isn't it and that's it what's should so be good really about, that's what's so good about the the setup and the likes of the Tommy Fleetwood Academy is when they go out and play tournaments they put the tees forward based on their ability and as and when they get good enough and start hitting the ball far enough and they, that that yardage becomes too easy for them they bring them back to the next tee and then to the next tee so when they go and play tournaments they're competing from the yardages that they're supposed to be competing from that that matches their ability so you know they start shooting under par regularly on a certain tee they'll challenge them and move them back and then slowly but surely they'll be off the the blue championship tees for you know the juniors or the blue sna and moves to red then it'll be before they know it'll be yellows when they're big enough and it's 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 the right way to do it, isn't it? You know, slowly yeah. progressing the well, definitely. Like if you think in our day, it was like try and get it to the green in three shots and, and make a bogey. Whereas like now, like they're building the confidence up from closer to 
they're moving further back. They're getting used to shooting under par at yeah. that age, even though it's not on a full course. It's still for their ability, and that's what golf should be about. It well, shouldn't be like go and play it like the pros play it, and then you're making eights and nines. You're not really going to enjoy it, are you? Well, it's, it's like as well when what we done, we done that YouTube video, didn't we, where we played the course where you could go for every green, and obviously you don't hit every green, but at the at the end of the day, even from the forward tees, you can still miss a green. Yeah, you just and you still got to work on your short game. So then it will come down to the same sort of fundamentals as as the proper game where it's like obviously they're doing it the way we done it like because you can't actually reach the green most par fours are three shots and then you do learn to scramble that little bit better and then so they both have got the pros and cons but i think it's so much as you just said so much better making birdies and like little oliver made an eagle against us didn't he like it's yeah it's it's one of them isn't it yeah and it's just it's a better it's, it's like you're moving, as you said, then, like you're playing like a pro. You're like, oh, shot under par today or shot level par today instead yeah. of like, oh, I made a 10 or I made a. And that's why, you know, because it's universal that. So they're universal yardages based on age categories and ability. So for your age group, if you're better, you can move up and you can play against older guys and compete. So when they do have the world championships over in Ireland this weekend, or the, I think it's next week, but did the flying out this weekend, when they have those type of championships, you know, they're going against kids around the world who are playing the same yard. It's just same age group, yeah. so it's fair. It's competitive for them, you know. And then you can truly have a world champion at that age because everybody's playing off the same tee, same yardage. It's just based on obviously which one's better, really. Yeah, it's like when we went down to the junior event at Hailstone Hall just to see a few people. Like, there's a young girl there called Scout, and then she was. She thinks she won the world championships. Yeah, and then she's twelve, but playing off the under 14 tees like against the boys as well and it's like yeah it just gets you like when i I went down to the aramco on the weekend and um, the lads were like oh my god you've had charlie on your podcast let's hear it so we put it on and the first thing she says like she was just playing with the boys and just banging it off the off the properties and and like hitting it and like in that sort of way for her that helped her progress to that sort of level but as i said there's there's probably pros and cons to doing it both ways yeah there is no definitely i think at the at the very young age, you know, where physically these kids aren't strong enough to hit it a long way. But as you start getting older into your teens and, you know, you start developing and you can start to hit it longer than it is, you know, challenge yourself on the tees and see, see how you can get on. million percent. Yeah. But and you, I'd say it's like us, we scum, you know, play the yellows or whites then, you're like, oh. yellows then you play the yellows, but then really <laughs> like you should, like, at our standard, we should really be playing off the backs. Your standard. Even, yeah, maybe not. You have to bend blue teaser for me all. Like, but <laughs> we're speaking about for me all the other day to somebody, and I was like, it's probably the toughest course you can ever play because there's just water on pretty much every hole, like trees everywhere. So you can't, not like a Lynx course where you can go a bit offline because there's not many trees. It's just high rough and fairways go parallel to each other on, on most of the on most of the holes. So, like, you can sort of get away with stuff on links and it rolls out and does things, but a form view all there's just no hiding, is there? Well, that's it. And then do you know what? The only I always said this to someone the um on the weekend, they were like, Oh, what's the course you play? Like I said, you know, it's hard. Like I said, you got water on every hole. He's like, apart from one, and, and that's from the backs, that's a 240 yard part three that usually plays into wind. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god, remind me never to come there with you then. <laughs> I can't remember the person I was speaking to. And they went to play form view all I went, How did you play? That's all I played well, you know. And then I said, right, it's hard though, isn't it? Because I was talking about the water and stuff. And he was like, yeah, he went, actually, do you know what? I lost all my golf balls. <laughs> went, but I did play well for a couple of holes. Yeah, exactly. Like I was getting it onto the green and two putting. 
And I was like, so for, for him, he's only a beginner. Like, but for him, it was like, you know, he's doing all right. But then when he really thought about it, I was like, yeah, I did lose every ball. He just remembers the good shots, obviously. Yeah, like it's to not lose a ball around for Bjorn, like it's because, like, even like a little bounce or like an an T shot, like you can you lose it in the water, like and you're yeah. just like, oh, shot gone. When it's like rough's rough in it, like you can hack it out, but yeah. water, it's like it's gone in it. Oh, no. It <laughs> so, is. It's and we're buying uh, three balls, and I was like, it was like thirteen fifty or something for three pro visas. Like, oh my god, that's cheeky, that. And he's like, yeah, you, if you lose a ball, it's like losing like four odd quid, isn't it? And I was like, off the face, just nail one into the water. I was like, oh, just good. watching like a fiver, just sail into the water, like <laughs> devastated. I've started using the tour responses now for that reason. Honestly, it's 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 a it's graft, isn't it? I'm gonna yeah. start going back to the Kirklands, I think, pound the ball. It is, yeah. No, but you know what? Like, just concluding, obviously, our little chat about the clothing brand and obviously what we're trying to do, it, it's probably a good time to talk about the athletes then, because we've spoke, haven't we, about the appear on academy and obviously what we're trying to do with that uh, and the whole loop in the ecosystem is to create a funding pool so that we can support golfers at any age support kids support girls support men amateur and professional you know we want to try and give back to the game as well as a profitable business so you know at the moment if we talk about the pros that we've got obviously adam chapman to start with doing really well and he very well made every cut on the tartan tour so yeah, far this season got a challenge tour start uh, got a challenge tour start in austria made the cut finished tied 44th um, so onwards and upwards for Chappie. Obviously, Jack McPhail's been doing really well. He's a he's a at least amateur. Yeah, you know he's won the Faldo series. I'm pretty sure. And you get the challenge tour star for that. A challenge tour star coming. Yeah. Um, Jack Brooks had an unbelievable start to the season with what he's done at West Lanks, winning the Crosby Plate, shooting sixty four. Was it? Yeah, sixty four. Sixty four first rounds. Obviously, Jack's made the decision now to turn professional. Um, he's one of the one of the holding ones when he first day on the yeah, job in the blue mid layer bump holding one that's it yeah and obviously then Paul Kinnear obviously playing unbelievable golf just won a tournament there on the 1836 tour shot 62 63 63 yeah yeah one by six five in the end wasn't it yeah I was speaking to Rick Daniels when I was down in London and he was like like them two got like a couple of holes in the back now where you're lucky to, you're happy going bogey bogey and like Paul and Birdie Birdie. <laughs> He's like he had a day out there, like it was just it's quality. Yeah, definitely. So obviously Paul's playing unbelievable golf as well. And it's coming and Paul shot three under for the two rounds at open qualifying. It was nine under got in, wasn't it? Yeah. But you know, missed a lot of putts that, that could have went in on a on a different day. Yeah, it's that's unlike him. He was striking at boss and putting at shite, which is usually the way around. And it's so well, yeah. Uh, obviously Joe Brooks at open calls was the the one that we were pinning all our hats oh, on. Oh um, my word. Pinning all our hats on, don't think that's the pinning, one. Pinning all our hats on. You that's can you can have that one, people. <laughs> yeah, he got it to eight under, didn't he? To twelve in the second round. So thirty old, six to go. And then back to back bogeys and pards in and finished six under, obviously tied fifth and four got in, didn't he? No. So it was like, you know, or five got in. Five got in, he comes six. Come tied six, mm. that was it, yeah. So, you know, and then obviously Andrew Heswell. Just playing. winning everything he looks at, isn't everything he? Everything he looks at, yeah. Repping the brand like a pro as well. Like, how old is he? Because I seen he was playing like the under 16 championships yesterday. I was like, <laughs> surely to God he can't be that young. You know, I'm not sure of his exact age. He is a young. He is young, though. No. Is he? Yeah. Yeah, he is young. He. I think he's going to go far. Him. Yeah. We've got a couple more athletes, haven't we? Obviously, Hayden Stanistreet Tyre and Max Baxendale both playing on the Clutch Tour this season. Yeah, I think they, they, they haven't got off to the best start, but Hayden's starting to put a few under pars together, which is which is nice he's to got see. Two under today in the yeah, second round. That's yeah. good. You can see he's um 
he's he's working towards. I know speaking to him a few times, he's like it's nearly there. You know, and with golf, it can just be the marginal marginal tweaks that go you go from you know because we've been there when he shot eight hundred for a round. You know what I mean? So he's definitely got it in the bag. It's just um trying to put it in the tournament, isn't it? That's it. It's it's bringing your range game to the course and then bringing that to a tournament play. As as everyone knows, like the psychology of it all, it's you know pressure, money, you're away from home, where everything just adds up and it can get away from you easily. Yeah, definitely. No, but yeah. So let's say that the the point of us mentioning the athletes because we're moving forward on the on the podcast, we're going to be doing a little appear on athletes segment, uh, and obviously keeping everybody up to date with each of the players that we're supporting at the moment. As I say, we're supporting them with clothing at the minute, but you know, as the business grows and as we grow as part of the ecosystem, we want to obviously create a, a pool for well, them a million too. percent. And we've got obviously got Dan Croft, Tim Ford as well, who are professionals who are playing on various PGA events and doing yeah. quite well. I think Dan won one, didn't he? Tim done well in one. Well, Tim got another hole-in-one guy. Another hole-in-one, yeah. yeah so. so, Crofty uh, missed out by one or two at open qualifying. Yeah. Just to get into... Um, he played at Hesketh, didn't he? Yeah. But, yeah, and he going the, um, go the open with Crofty tomorrow. We'll see him there. Nice. So, But, yeah, like as I say, it'll be a good little segment just to sort of... Keep up on what's going on in the in the athletes world, and if anyone wants to follow them, we'll put all all their um, all the hashtags or the ats on Instagram. We'll make like a little Canva thing and just stick it on, saying like, "Look, these are all our lads." If it all and our girls, yeah. If definitely. you want to follow their journeys, this is that. So yeah, supporting them and helping them grow. Golf news, then. What have we got? Obviously, I know last our last podcast was the emergency pod, wasn't it? With the news that the PJ Tour have made a deal with Liv. That's been a roller coaster since it's we last been left some that. Developments, haven't they? Like it's one minute to doing this, next minute Greg Norman's gone, next minute Greg Norman's back, next minute Jay Monahan's on the sick, next minute I know. they're not doing anything, next minute that Rory and Tiger are getting teams, next minute Tiger's and Rory's not getting teams. Well, like, Rory's come out hasn't he, and said that um, if Liv was the last place on earth to play golf, I'd retire. So that pretty much shows you what his stance is on live golf and that and that tournament play. So that just how much reckon he needs to change his mind on that. Like that's, <laughs> that's what that yes, he would be thinking. Won't he, he has made his bed and he is just lying in it. He, he, at this point, I know he's made some turnaround comments where he said, you know, lives good for the game and what it's done, and he has come out and sort of changed his tune a bit. But I think any hope of him having a team playing the live format, it just won't happen. No, just won't happen. I think, like you say, he'd rather retire. He's actually declined to speak to the media this week. This week, yeah. Do you know I what? That's a perfect thing for him to do. That because so. he'd just get on and just start chatting butties, wouldn't he? As yeah. like he usually does, and it just yeah, it like just, he trips himself up, man. Doesn't matter how good you are mentally about blocking these things out when it gets on the course. It's always going to play a mind to you because as soon as he says anything. That's a little bit different to what he said in the past. People just jump all over him. Exactly. And he's like the, he is the spokesperson. Isn't he the one who's always had the a lot to say and a lot of controversial things to say as well? But, you know, it, it must impact him because I don't know, was the, when he won the Scottish Open last week, there wasn't much that came out about what he'd said at all. Apart no, from I think he just comments. like, was said sorry to, or like he he said to McIntyre, like I know how much this mother meant to him, sorry and all that because he went. No, but it just mean in the live concept, like he. Oh no, I don't think he. Prior yeah. to it, he just said I'd rather retire. And then yeah. Left it at that. Yeah, I haven't seen him. anything. I didn't watch his post. No. Game interview. Post game interview. Post match press conference. But yeah, so on the on the PJ Tour live deal, uh, the latest thing that's been dropped is the poaching clause from the agreement. So, 
it says the non-solicitation clause in the agreement stated that the PIF, the PGA Tour and the European Tour would no longer solicit or recruit any players who are members of other tours or organisations to become members of their respective tours. So you couldn't take somebody. So so, so Piff couldn't approach John Ram and say, come to live. But yeah, that's but it's, dropped now. Yeah, but in the same way, okay, you don't recruit them, but then you just set up a system where, like I was always talking about, like you just, the way the DP World Tours, their top 10 go there, and then if you get them, then they go to there. So it's not actually recruiting, but you are recruiting. Yeah. But you're earning it. Yeah. Well, so you can post them. That's what yeah, they've dropped that clause now. Yeah. All oh, so right. Okay. That was one of the things that came out of this, whatever. The, they had to go in front of the Senate or something, didn't they? And yeah. Sort of. The biggest one for me is is Monaghan just doing what he'd done, standing against it, making the deal, and then just legging it. <laughs> like he probably won't be seen again, will he? Well, he's come out, hasn't he, last week and said that he's ready to return to his duties now. Um, yeah, John Rams backed him. To be fair, he said that he doesn't feel that he should be com- um, compensated. So where they've asked, do you think? No, a lot of people were saying, oh, I didn't take that deal. I was talked out of it. I should be compensated now that this deal's come." Yeah, because John Rams packing. Well, that's what he said. He went, <laughs> "I earn a good enough living doing what I'm doing. I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I made the decision to not join Live because I wanted to stay on the PJ tour. That was my decision. Um, he's happy with what he's got, and I think." Obviously, paraphrasing here, but he says something along the lines of like Monaghan's doing a good job considering the circumstances. So I don't think it's all hate on Monaghan and everyone on Monaghan's back, as as the media would obviously expect. Well, I think he's got as few bouncers, and he like oh, there's definitely been players everyone's that have hating come out. him, like your Wesley yeah. Bryant, and that yeah. just hating well, no, on him. Like, there's a few players that have come out, like it was it Speeth or JT coming out saying that, like you know. He's got a lot to answer for. He so has. Th- there is people that you know want answers and want to understand where this U-turn. The Scottish Sheffield has come out and said that he's concerned by the lack of clarity around the PJ Tour and PIF deal. So it is impacting players knowing what they. Because like. what you got to remember is they've done it behind the players' backs. Yeah. And none of the players know it's meant to be a players' tour. They made that this deal. That Spieth made. And then it? all of a sudden you've got this thing, news coming out. People are hearing about it in the morning. Marek Howard and I hear about it on Twitter. And then you're just like, where's the leadership? Where's the, where's your balls to be like, right, this is what's happening and this is what I'm doing? Yeah, it's like sort of left a... He should have called the council before the, it was done. And left he didn't know. because he knew the backlash that would have happened. Yeah, yeah. Not just turn up on, not even a golf channel with, with that Yassir and just be like, right, we're making a deal here. Like it was just <laughs> bananas, wasn't it? But yeah, that's been that's taken up the majority of the the news headlines. Really, is you know what that deal means because you say it's it's a proposed deal, isn't it? It's not a set in stone deal. It's got to go through all the legal malarkey that it would normally go through and get get certain approvals and stuff. But you can see why players like Scheffler are a bit concerned um, because it is the future of the game, isn't it? You oh, know, million percent. Got, You've got this new concept, which is live. You've got the PJ Tour, who've lost a couple of sponsors because of how they've done the tiered system now. So you've got elevated events or designated events against non-designated events. So a two-tiered system. How's that going to work next year? Who's going to play what? Um, what's live going to look like next year? And then you've also got this game that Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy bringing out. What, the night, new virtual one? Monday Night Golf, yeah. Do you know? What's that going to do to golf? You know, if somebody finishes golf on a Sunday in a tournament and you've got to go to there on a Monday, 
and then try and prepare for another tournament. You don't know what that's going to look like. Or... Exactly. And where, it's like, like, where is it going to be held? Like, is it going to follow the tour, or is it just going to be in one spot? Or it's like... like a stadium type thing? Like, a... that's I mean, but if the stadium's in Florida and your events in LA and your next events just down the road in LA, you've got to fly by and fly back. It's like they've got scheduling issues anyway. One of the points of some players going to live was because the schedule suited them. Yeah, exactly. A bit less golf, you know, having time off in between, having a bit of a break and stuff. So, yeah, the future of golf is. Not up in not, the air, mate. Not uncertain, but you know, it's there's... well. What about like the whole next season with you taking the fall season off? They were playing a calendar year, they were going to have these events, they were going to have another tier, and yeah, all of a sudden, this, like this year, yeah, once the FedEx is done, yeah, but what about it? Might not do now with all the all live, can't the whole live well, yeah. thing, the whole might change everything. Well, the, what they've said is once the FedEx is done, then the guys who make the top 50 are in the tier one of the elevated designated events next year. But then from 51 right down to 200 or something, they're going to have a full season to see you keep the card to get in tier two, aren't they? So it's like, that's your sort of, if you're like 180th, that's your chance when all the big boys like have the gone. playoffs. Yeah, like the playoffs. And that's going to be your full season. So the big boys get the, the full season off and everyone else has got the chance to earn the right to, to play tier two. And then that's when you've got the tiered system. Yeah. Uh, designated, non-designated events that'll move into 2024, and it'll go, it'll go calendar year, won't it, from January straight through. So, but I mean, what, like, if with this whole deal coming through, that could all just get scrapped. Well, yeah. Well, this is, I th- yeah, I, I don't, I can't see the, I can't see the structure of the PJ Tour changing. I think the biggest change will be around how live integrates with the PJ Tour. Mm. So, world ranking points, how that works, strength of field. All that will get ironed out now that they're starting to talk to each other. Well, yeah, then obviously Rory's took that stance, but say for instance, Scheffler, Ram, Max Homer, Victor Hovland, someone else, all bounce to live. It changes the whole face of the PJ Tour. And I know you can say more superstars will come through and all that, but at the same time, people are sponsoring events based on this is going to turn up. I'm going to sponsor an elevated event because yeah. this, like the Wells Fargo or whatever it is. Is going to be this, and we're going to have X, the X people, and then all of a sudden they get poached and they're gone, and then next minute there's no people there, and it's it just changes everything, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. But the likelihood of that happening is pro- pro- probably slim, isn't it? Do you know I, know. I, I was... thought that about the whole of live, but then he took Bryson Brooks, DJ, Cam Smith. Yeah, like it's like that's four big fish gone there. So, what do you think as of next year's? Live, there'll be more that go over. I'd say, yeah. yeah. I reckon a good out of the top 20, I reckon at least five will go. Interesting, just the absolute off the top of the dome. <laughs> I just do, though. I can't see how they don't. No, but there's method to your madness, isn't there? Because especially if they say that them other guys, well, what if they say you can come back to the PG Tour as well? Yeah, then it changes well, it even again. Big, that's the big question, isn't it? Because Monaghan's stance was always you go, you're gone. Yeah. If you go, you're gone. There's no coming back. So now that there's an opportunity to work together, is there going to be a way for you to earn your PJ Tour card back? Well, yeah. What did I say months and months and months ago? I said as the as soon as Monaghan might need Monaghan to go before anything like that can happen, all of a sudden like he's sick now, and then if he if he's ready to return or not, but then if he goes off again or he gets sacked or whatever happens. A new new person comes in and they can just change the whole rules and face of everything. It was only his thing that was really that he, it was only his stance that was stopping it. Yeah, 
he's the spokesperson and he's obviously the commissioner, but he's got to go through a board and get things signed off. He can't just do yeah, but now he he's got to go through the main man. Yeah. I don't understand enough about the deal, me. Um about how like what how it's structured. Being a bit off the map with regards to looking at that in in, in I think it's detail. just all up in the air, but I think that them like the, that piff and, and that Yazir and the Saudis, like they will whatever they want to happen will happen. Yeah. They've got a lot of power, haven't they? Too much year? power, too they're buying everything now, they're buying fussy now. Yeah, just yeah. Just coming along, just buying every goddamn thing. <laughs> right then. Um any more golf news on the horizon, Kevin? Just that it's the open. And we'll I was at the Aramco this week, Caddian. Is that part of the birdie bogey bust? That's all over it, yeah. Let's go then. You aren't meant to say it that time again. Changing things up. <laughs> Changing things up. Let's go then, yeah. Let's go then. It's that time again, y'all. The birdie bogey bust. The birdie bogey bust. Birdie bogey bust. What's your birdie? So my birdie, we spoke about it briefly, was the West Lanks on show. Oh, yeah. I think very proud moment as co-founders of a clothing brand that's just getting started in the market to see so much positive feedback, so many sales, so many people saying good things about the brand and then just seeing so much buzz about it at an event that wasn't really ours. We just turned up to go and support players that were playing in it and to see so many people wearing it to support those same players. It was just, it just, it just aligns with our ecosystem of we wanting to bring golf together through a brand, you know. Exactly, yeah. So that was my birdie. What about yourself? Just caddying at the Aramco this week, um, this weekend, and it was just a, it was just a boss event. Like, like I was just giving Ellie Corder a little let on on the range, chatting to her caddy, and just like she was hitting balls next to Yana. Obviously, caddy for Yana Milikova again. We were, we were caddy for in Saudi. Um, seeing her on the range on the Thursday, and then she was like. She was like, "You caddy for me? I, I request, I request you." And I was like, "Yeah, well, if you if you want, like, I don't, you don't have to and all that." I was like, "No, go ahead, let's do it." And then she was just like, "I'm excited." And then I was like, "It was buzzing. It was nice just to like sort of newer game a little bit and like a new air." And she was comfortable, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Two out of two cuts made as a uh, as a team. Oh, there we go. Yeah, as a team. Yeah, on the button both times. <laughs> on the button both times. Weren't the easiest of conditions that mate. mate honestly, like um, that Kiara nausea was in our group and she come up to me and she was like, feel my hand. And I touched her hand and she went, if if I wasn't playing golf, I was in my house, I wouldn't even open the curtains. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, she's like, cup of tea, Netflix. And I was like, honestly, like it's a joke. But I said to her, I was talking to her and then she won the Aramco in a playoff against Charlie all last year. And I was like, I was to just go from school to professional. And she's like, no, I graduate in 2025. I'm doing my GCSEs in June, in October. And I was like, what? Yeah, she's still in school. Yeah, Still in school in Dubai? Yeah. Mental. She is going to be a She doesn't star, act like... like a 17-year-old. No. But she did, she did a little bit like a few <laughs> a few times. Like she had a dad on the bag. Yeah. And like, <laughs> she hit this port and like it went. And then she was like, am I okay to put me foot here? You know, to lean over to like knock it in. And the dad was like, yeah, there's someone behind you as well. And she just looked at her and was like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was boss. But like all the girls, like they battled the elements there. And like there was, we had a few, like an, each group has an amateur as well. And like they were just battling hard. And it was just, 
Honestly, I've it never. Did. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I I'm good to have missed it, but like the watching watching it on telly. Obviously, you didn't realise at the time, but you were the featured group. Oh. Um. So I just kept seeing you, and obviously, Greg was was in your group with you. Um. Caddying as well, and it was just like seeing you two on there. And I was just like, "Oh, this is horrible for me to watch this." But at the same time, boss to see the lads on the telly. Yeah, like it was just an absolute grind. Like, um, Kiara and Yana both battled out a level par, and I think like she just give everything to that round. It was just like they had to like obviously they have to go home and like dry the bags out in the hotel room and yeah, all that. It was like, out, yeah. it's just an absolute disaster. Like, I don't know if it's different for the men. Do they like, have, like, dryers on site or something in the tow trucks and all that, or what? I don't know what, I remember, I'll, I'll never forget this. It was a junior open, or it might have been a uh, Northern Order of America event. And we after the first round, we all got absolutely soaked. And there was a dry room. So it was a room that was just fully heated. Yeah, like where you put your stuff, I where said that. stuff. Do you remember them? Remember them, yeah. Like the dry yeah. room. I think there's one in in West Lanks. Yeah, I can't remember what course I was playing. I was playing, and there's definitely it was definitely a Northern Order of Merit event, and 36 holes. So after the first 18 holes, we were all soaked, and every they just said like your group now you go and throw it in the dry room because like the turnaround's like half an hour. Yeah. So you just it's like a big ma- like a big massive room with all fans and like yeah it's, yeah. yeah I, I literally was talking about that to, to one of the lads and he's like what yeah dry like, room. I'm pretty sure they have them like yeah yeah he did. So oh. yeah, but the, but like you say, yeah, it's the it's the because you done late early, didn't you? So yeah. you finish late, you grind out a level par, you go back to your thing, you get all your wet stuff off, you get all your clubs out and get them all dried off. You go to bed and you wake up the next morning, they're probably still a bit wet, aren't they? Well, well, yeah, like we we had to get like because every time we put our bibs, we had to take our bibs on for some reason to to, to keep hold of them for the, to make the cut. Every time we put the bib over the heater, it like overheated and went off. So we had to get like two chairs, like on top of each other, and like hang the bibs off it down. Put our shoes. Woke up the next day, like we couldn't sleep because it was too hot. So we had to like turn it off, and then the next day, soaking shoes, soaking because it's illegal to wear golf shoes or spike even spikeless golf shoes as a caddy. Is it on that tour? Yeah. So you'd have to wear trainees. So like it was a proper catch twenty two because the people who didn't have like Gore-Tex shoes on, like the feet got soaking. But the people who had Gore-Tex shoes on, the fo- the whole shoe got filled with water. How? Because it can't get out. How does it get in? Through the sock. Oh, yeah. And it was mad. Like, this caddy was like, I don't know which is worse. Look. And then he picked the shoe up and just tipped all the water out like that because it was just going in his foot. <laughs> and I don't know what I don't know what it is as well because, like, is it illegal for caddies to wear pants or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, cause like nobody had waterproof pants on all the caddies, and like I had them with me, and I was like looking around, and I thought I can't be the only guy. <laughs> it was like it, it was, it was just one of them proper like man up moments. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, get on with it. Yeah, definitely. But then even like, like I was like on the like you'd see me a few times on the telly at the side, but like Yana just wanted leaving on the greens. Like I was followed on the first green, like to help her like stay dry, and she's like, I don't like, I don't want that. And I was like, all right, sweet, I'll just stand over here. You probably then. <laughs> Do you know what? I did notice it a few times where, like, she's on the green getting soaked and you're just sitting there, standing there with your brolly. I thought, oh, you better not be doing that. She just purpose. said, keep the clubs dry um, and protect yourself. So, I, a few of the times, right, we were walking down the fairway. I had, like, my hat on, baby. I was all right. The clubs were dry. The, them tightless bags were unbelievable, just like with the big rain cover on. I, I was sweet. But then she was, like, walking like this, like, holding the brolly, like, over me. 
but like half getting herself wet. And I was like, and she's like, my arm's aching. Can I stop now? And I was like, oh my God, like stop doing that. Like just yeah, keep just it on it. you. Just yeah. keep it on you and I'll be sweet. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it was. Um... But then the next day it was 50 mile an hour winds. Yeah. With already wet clothes. Like what you so you're soaking anyway. And then it lashed as well for like two holes. Then there was a lightning delay. I had to go in. We just sat at the bar, like ringing, just like look at me and like looking at each other. And the girl was like, Do you, would you like a coffee? You're in like the players' lounge. I was like, honestly, give me a beer now. <laughs> <laughs> me and Greg had like four pints in the rain delay and went back out. <laughs> just like chatting with like AP McCoy, uh, Mick Fitzgerald and all that. Like, oh, yeah. Seeing Teddy Sheringham. Oh, it was, yeah. It was honestly, it was heavy. Mixing with the big boys. Honestly, proper good. No, they are good events that they put on, as I say, I'm good to the Misty. Um, but circumstances are circumstances. No, of course, yeah, of it course. Is what it is. Um, What's your bogey? So my bogey is currently I'm sweating on a Sunday ticket for the Open. Right. So it's my bogey is just if I don't get a Sunday ticket, I will not be happy. Yeah, you'll do it real sort of. Yeah. So if anyone's listening has got a Sunday ticket for the Open for me, I've been let down for two and I'm just waiting on one final call for it. So if anyone's got one, Please let me know. I've had a look on the resale website. There's nothing on there, so you can't rebuy. It's all sold out. So yeah, but come Saturday, everyone's being out. I've got my Saturday ticket. Yeah, but if they've been out, they'll probably be soaked from the Saturday, and they'll be pissed, and they'll sell it on Sunday morning. Sell it out. I'll take that. What's your bogey? Do you know what? It was going to be the rain and all that, but I've spoke about that there. But do you know what it is, right? It's the rules of golf again. Come on. So Lydia Coe. Got oh, yeah. seven seven different penalties, or three two shot penalties, and one thing you're for preparing a lie, and yeah. one of them she only got a one shot penalty because she played the ball from the same spot that she picked it up from. So because she didn't, she yeah. picked it up, cleaned it, put it down, only got a one shot penalty. But the other three times she, she picked it up it. and moved it, so she played it from the wrong spot. But like, she didn't have her original uh, a caddy that she'd been working with since the start of the season on the bag. And like with the article I was reading was like half like pointing towards like he should have knew that. Yeah, I think I read the same article. It was like it, it was if the if the veteran caddy she's normally got would have been on the bag would have been all over that. Yeah. But, but she think... should be all over it. Yeah. But what are they even doing just having preferred lives on two holes anyway? Was that what it was? Just two yeah, holes? there was one and eighteen one and ten. Ah, okay. I thought I thought that they played a Preferred lies pre- in previous days, and then she just carried on thinking. No, it was, it was okay. preferred lies in the first and the tenth only. So she's preferred it on the first and just carried on. And then she, no, she didn't prefer it in the second. I think it was a par three. She preferred it on like three, seven, nine, and and six or something. Yeah, because when she shot, she shot like ten over, didn't she? From yeah. nine, eleven over, something like that. And I was thinking that's not that's not Lydia Coe that. And then when I seen that news come through, I was like, right, that makes sense now. Mental. Yeah, but yeah, well, so what what's what do you think should happen there? Do you think give it a give well? It a I just think like the like if you ever ever play the tournament that they've only added on a couple of holes, it's like it's either all or nothing, isn't it? Okay. The preferred lies, one and ten. Like it's like just, just either have it on every hole or just don't have it. Yeah, it does seem strange. It's it's weird. Yeah. I didn't actually. I was looking for the reason, but maybe they were waterlogged or something. But I don't know. That was just. I was just thinking like, come on, like I had to like. Yeah. Even do you know what as well? Because it was another rules of golf problem on the on the event, the the bunker was soaked with water, and like it was either play from this horrible lie on this sloppy sand, 
which it was all puddled. Like there was like during the beach when the tide's going out and there's like the the water like takes away the sand. It was either drop it three times, then it rolls into the puddle and place it on this like soggy bit of thing on an uphill lie, or take a penalty out the bunker. So even if the bunker's a swim pool, you still have to like find your ball and bring it out. And I'm just like, surely if the bunker's full of water, you get out of it. See, did you see the Sam Burns incident? Where he buried it in the face. Where he buried it in the face, but then it came out, but it was it was hanging on by some sort of mud or string. No. I seen that he buried it in the face, I didn't see the, the rest of it. So he's he's hit this shot out of the bunker, thinned it into the well not thinned it, but just didn't get out. It's hit the the, the thing, it's plugged in it, and then it's rolled out. But when it rolls on the bank of the face, if it's out the plug mark, you'd think gravity would naturally bring it down to the yeah. back to the to the surface. So for whatever reason, where he's hit it and it's come out, it's sort of been caught with mud and a bit of bit of like roots or something from the grass. So it hasn't actually fell back into the bunker. So he's on the lip. And then if you look at the outside of the bunker, it's newly laid turf. Yeah. So he'd be standing on that newly laid turf anyway, which I think you should get relief from. Um, obviously, you've spent 30 minutes trying to figure out, obviously, what to do because it's a, quite a unique one. And they've said, no, you have to play it as it lies, which was just crazy. Plays as he lies, duffs it, and it goes back into the bunker anyway. Don't know what he ends up making on the hole in the end, but it was just, it basically knocked him out the tournament. He was he was up there, to be fair, at that point. And it's just, I just thought it was a bit harsh, um, considering that, like, you know, it's if it, if it was plugged and embedded and it was still in the bunker, then yeah, you take your penalty because that's the rules. You're plugged in a hazard, fair enough. But the fact that it's came out of the plug mark and it's hung on by like a root. Just Why don't you get a free drop out the face of a bunker? No, not if it's in the bunker. So if it's embedded in the in the hazard, you don't get a free drop. But if it's embedded out of the hazard, you get a free drop. Because you're in a hazard. So if you want to... That's mad. I followed this fella yesterday on the Bogey Boys. Fact and check that. Yeah. <laughs> I followed. <laughs> um, I, uh, what you call it? I followed this guy. It's like called like rules, golf rules, something. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. And I was just scrolling through his page and looking, at it and he keeps putting all like scenarios up, saying like, "What happens next? What happens next?" And there's loads of mad ones. And loads of people are commenting. Like, there's loads of different. I didn't see answers. Sam Bain's one, but there's like. There's just like loads of different like mental scenarios where like things happen and then it's like like a, like with that fella it's the shot and it gets stuck in the top of the driver, yeah. And it's all like what happens now and it's like it's boss it's a boss little page like but there's yeah. some craziness going on like even Hudson Swafford when he hit the yeah I was like I was expecting him to the um, to pop up to pop up yeah, yeah yeah. What's your bust? So my bust as I mentioned just missing this past week at the Aramco. Um, oh yeah. Looking at the weather and what you went through, it could actually be a birdie and a and a a close call missing that one. But yeah, I just think given how good Saudi was and how good those events were, I'm gutted to have missed it. But yeah, well, obviously I was going to put the the weather again as my thing, but I've already spoke about it. But do you know what? In Saudi, like I was just thinking about Saudi the whole time, like. Walking along, sunshine, passing clubs. Then I'm there, crouched under the brolly, keeping everything dry <laughs> like that. Just like wet feet are ringing. It was just, oh, it was just thinking, you know, my bust is just not doing a podcast for that long. And just if this feels good, back chatting golf again. Yeah. So it's it sort does. of a busty, bo- busty birdie. Same that. as mine, yeah. Busty birdie, yeah. Yeah. 
if we if we can call them that. Like a little bittersweet one. It is good to be back. Yeah, definitely. I have missed it. Um, it's crazy because when you don't do it for a while, you've got other things on your mind, and and obviously, it's you sort of lose track of the of, of what's, what's going on. I know. Yeah, it's 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 like because we've got a podcast and we love golf and we love knowing what's going on, having an opinion on it. You, you sort of constantly always looking at the news. Like you know one, opinions. you know what's happening, yeah, you know yeah. what's going on, you come top 10, you're there, you're looking into the stats and then all of a sudden you're like, I look, I looked at you, didn't I, a few weeks ago, I was like, who won the Maiden Himmeland? And you were like, I want a clue, you know, and I was like, oh my God, now do I? I just like, wow, don't we know that? I know. Do you know what? But what a time to come back because it is Open Championship Week and that's another bittersweet one because it's all right, boss, it's open week, but then the majors are over and then it's like all of a sudden it's like oh, awesome. Yeah, for the awesome winter collection for appearing. Oh, yeah, you know. brilliant. There's your, there's your positive spin on it. <laughs> brilliant. So the 151st Open Championship then. Um, yeah. Third trip to Royal Liverpool since 1967. Couple of changes. Well, do you know what? Just to go, before you carry on with that, just to talk about that, what did you say? The third trips in '67. Yeah. So, so 06, 06 Tiger, fourteen McIlroy. Yeah. So it's played it. it this is the thirteenth time that it's been at Royal Liverpool. Only St Andrews, Prestwick, Muirfield, and Royal St George's have ever hosted more. Yeah, it's crazy, wasn't it? Because it was it was a very popular event on the circuit. And then from, as I say, from 1967 right up to 2006, didn't host a single no, well, yeah. championship. So in, it went on, it went from 1897 to 1936, it hosted seven times, and then three times from 1937 to 67. And then on account of infrastructure issues, it went 39 years before hosting the 2006 Open. Yeah. So I don't know whether, like... The golf got a bit bigger and I couldn't hack it or something. And it took it time to get the to get it get it back to how it was, yeah. Yeah, well it's definitely worth its weight in gold now. Seven thousand three hundred and eighty three yards par seventy one. Um when they last played it in two thousand and fourteen, it was a par seventy two, but they've changed what was then the par five tenth hole in two thousand and fourteen to now a challenging par four. Uh, to start the back nine, so you've got a lengthy par four to start the back nine now rather than well, they've also changed. I thought you were going to say that they've changed the they've added the new par three, yeah, the, the 17th, 17th, but then that's knocked the, the old 16th and 17th back a hole, so now it becomes the new 15th and 16th. Yeah. So, like it says, like when Rory finished eagle bogey eagle, it's no longer in play because the par fives moved back one, yeah, few um. What are they called? Uh, differences of opinions about that new hole. Yeah, I think because of the false front, isn't it? It's it can be it can potentially get a bit Mickey Mousey, like if because it's it's it, no the other way, saying like eights and nines and that. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, like, I thought you meant Mickey Mousey. Is in like it's just it's just easy. No, no, as in like it's silly. Oh right, okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, even when they've done interviews and I've watched a YouTube video about the new course and obviously. They were talking to, to to the people at the club and at the RNA, and it was like, you know, it doesn't matter what shot lead you've got going on to 17, it's not safe. No. So you've got also you've got internal out of bounds, like 15 yards off the off the 18th fairway. You are right, it could it could ruin the tournament, uh, but it could make it as well. So well, it's, that's like I was just it's, exactly. a, it's a risky one because it's you know the internal out of bounds for me is just got no place on a golf course no, I, I hate agree. it I agree like I, I, especially I, one on 18 so close to the fairway with it 
Well, it's like the, it's the compound in the middle of the things. It goes down three and down eighteen. Yeah. So it like it, it's like a big circle around the yeah, yeah. around the thing, well, isn't it? Be the first all three, did they? I don't know. I've never been there. You know, I've never played it. I've been there for the World Cup when I met Andy Ogletree. So I don't know whether it still is the first hole, and they just change it to the third for the open, or whether they've yeah they change it. all the holes around, don't they? Like it's that, yeah, that I think they do. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. that third hole is generally normally the first hole, sort of dog legs, dog legs to the right, um, with that out of bounds, the sort of compound thing in the middle, and as you say, it carries on down eighteen. But yeah, I just think, I suppose you can't go over to the compound and play the shot, but. It, it's just it's that that although that is internal out of bounds, it doesn't stretch the compound. They it's like it they've the done rough. it off that little almost gully thing that they've got in it. Like, but they've done it into the rough though. So if you look at the out of bounds on eighteen, you've lit from the picture. Yeah, but if you're on that when the rough goes up a little bit, doesn't it? Like yeah. a bit of a mound, and then they've drew the line like along the yeah the the the, the higher bit of the grass, and it's like it's like they've almost made it so it's. So it's like on that ridge instead of just you could have probably put it a bit further over, couldn't he? Yeah, and again, we're not playing St George's, and it, it is, it is primarily a flat course, Royal Liverpool, isn't it? It you is. Know, whereas you know St George's is very undulating. You've seen it when it was there a couple of years ago. It's hills everywhere, so you get the maddest bounces ever. You're probably not going to get that at Royal Liverpool, but at the same time, you know you can hit a good shot, and there is a couple of bumps there that you could go out of bounds just off it in a good shot which is completely unfair i think that this rain lately it's like lushed it up a bit hasn't it it looks a bit more green than obviously when you had yeah. st george's or you go to like sna a few months ago it's like it was getting brown wasn't it and it's bouncy and it's and it's firm with it and then like when tiger won't eye iron off i think yeah, you only hit driver yeah. twice didn't you or something yeah, the whole week tea, yeah and obviously that could play a big massive factor, couldn't it, this week with, well, with I strategy? A, I seen yeah, we'll talk about strategy. I seen an interview with, with Bryson DeChambeau um on the on the range on the, the live coverage before, and he was saying that it is a strategic golf course and dependent on the wind will depend on whether you lay up short of the bunkers or whether you carry them because the bunkers are the main protection on this course, you know, yeah. high lips. You've just got if you go in them, it's a splash out. That's the main protection. He didn't go on one bunker either, did he tag No. Uh, that's what I mean. He kept laying up short of them all the time with his irons. So, with 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 it being so wet, and if the wind, the where the wind plays a part, you know, it's going to play into the players' hands because they can hit to the yardage. When when you've got a rock solid golf course, you you can only sort of anticipate where it's going to roll out to based on practice rounds and 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 what you were thinking. But if if the if the ground is soft and the greens are soft. You can then, spin it. Yeah, you can play it to your exact yardage and how good these guys are. You can expect yeah. low numbers, to be honest. Um, it'd be the wind, the wind, the weather, because I know it's going to rain on the Saturday, isn't it? Um, if the wind gets up, because it is such a flat course, there's no protection off the off the coast. So when that wind blows off that coast, it takes it takes over the whole course. So yeah, no, of um, course. Yeah, I think he said that. Yeah, it's a, it's a strategic, a strategic one. Um, and again, he was he was saying that he's unsure about the internal out of bounds. I think there's a few people who I don't know whether they're going to make a decision to to keep that as it is. But I don't I, like you said. I don't think there's been many people who's, who who see that as a popular. No, choice. well, they, they were the two big talking points on this thing, and obviously the internal out of bounds. I don't think anyone's into it. But then that I was just remembered who it was. It was Billy Foster. He was like, 
the way they've built this green so small. If you miss it, ten foot right of the flag, it can roll off into this big coffin sized bunker. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. It's a false front, isn't it? So yeah. if you, it, but but because it's maxes out at one hundred and thirty six yards, but they're going to move the tees, so you could potentially play it like one hundred and eight. I think they're saying. Mm. So you know, with it being wet as well, if these guys are hitting and it's get a slight breeze in off the coast because it hit you hit right into the coast. With yeah. It, you? So if there's going to be any wind, it's primarily going to be into your face on that. It's just asking for a lot of spin, isn't it? Soft greens, wedging your hand, a little bit of wind into your face. You know, you don't get that club right in that position. It's going to spin right the way back, and then you're playing that bunker shot right uphill to that to that same to that same sort of shot. And how many times you're going to hit it? Comes back down, hit it, or you know, you think I've got to hit this more. You catch it a bit thin, it goes right over the other side. I know. And then you're putting down the hill. Then so you're right. It's got because it is such a short hole. You've you have got the chance of a hole in one. You have got the chance of people sticking it close, but you've also got the chance of those eight and nines. And I suppose that. Sometimes can make it exciting to watch, but sometimes it could ruin the tournament. Of course, depending yeah. on. But you know, it happens at the seventeenth. So grass though, doesn't it for yeah. the players? You know, that seventeenth hole. But seventeenth, you know where you're at, don't you? Like you hit the green, you you're relatively all right, aren't you? Same there though. You hit the green, you're all right. No, because they were saying like oh, you can spins. even hit the green. It spins and it's it's a postage stamp in it. Seventeenth, so grass massive in it. Yeah, but you hit the back of the green on seventy on seventy, and it bounces over to the water, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? I suppose. Like, yeah, you know, but it, this is a lot smaller than it. This is tiny. This green. Yeah, it would be interesting to see how it pans out. Like, but you know, people are talking about pulling the distance back, changing the golf ball. You know, make golf courses tougher. It's going to bring that into question, isn't it? Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one to keep an eye on. Uh, other the other other changes from two thousand and fourteen to now is those two par fives you mentioned on the back nine. They've both been lengthened to be on six hundred yards yeah. now. So I mean that's the industry standard these days, isn't it? Six hundred yards for the men. Like it's it is. I think with with the with this course though as well, if you've got them strategic bunkers that are in play and they have to iron off them tees, you're not going to be able to go for them in two. So again, it's another protection. Lay it back, can't go for it in two. Mm. So it was it just to I've talked about the LPJ tour again there. One of the I mean the LET, sorry, one of the they had six par fives and five par threes. Really? Mad the first was turned into a par five for, for the ladies. Was it? But yeah, and then just one more thing I want to talk about. Charlie Ull's round. Wow. First round. Ten birdies and a ten. I know. And she had five under. It was phenomenal. Like, without that ten, she wins the tournament. Yeah. Mental. It was. It was. You know, and yeah, I I caught I caught I caught up with Charlie's round on the telly when she was level par. I hadn't seen the the ten, and then obviously seen a finish shot five under to, to finish the round. I was like, "Fucking hell, good knock that!" You know what I mean? Nelly Corder shot the same score. That's probably the, the decent score. And then when I seen the ten, I was like, "Fucking hell, that could have been ten under." And I've ne- honestly it's... ten under just went out. But they they played with no rain. Oh, they got the best. They got the better draw. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Um, 156 players in the field this week, as we know. 19 of those were grabbed the final qualifying, including Alex Fitzpatrick, who now has our pal Conowin Stanley on the bag. He, he does. Um, maintained his 100% record of He calls himself the, the Sam Allardyce of open qual. <laughs> That's a quote. He'll yeah. get you out. He is, yeah. No, fair play to him, though. You know, obviously, Fitzpatrick was quite a few back, wasn't he? Going into the second round, and what did he shoot seven under second round? I again? think so. Yeah, he's holding bunker shots off his knees and all sorts. Well, it's it. like it's just that family's got some some golfing genes in it, hasn't it? It's good, wasn't it? Because it was ten years to the day, wasn't it? That 
Matt Fitzpatrick qualified for his first one. Was it? It wasn't at West Langs, but yeah, 10 years to the day since wow. um, Matt qualified his first one and to see Alex qualify for his first one. It was just Boston. That is pure footsteps, that, isn't it? Like? Yeah. Brilliant that Connor was involved in that, but no, can't wait for it. Me, what, what are you? What are, I know we've obviously got our picks and the fancy golf league is back, but what are you thinking as a whole? What are you expecting from the tournament? Hometown glory, hometown glory, as in Tommy or yeah, Jordan, appear on <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tommy, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? I was, I was, I was all teed up to have Rory as my pot one, yeah, just coming off the Scottish, but. I don't know, has anyone ever won it back-to-back, apart from, has anyone ever won it back-to-back? Tiger? What, Scottish and then Open? No, like the Open and then the Open. At the same venue, do you mean? Yeah. Um. Surely. I think it goes way back to find someone that's won it twice at the same venue in a Jeff row. Nicholas, maybe. Mm. Somebody has. Not sure. Tiger, 2005. Yeah. St. Andrews, yeah. Yeah, I just read this thing saying, like, for someone to go back-to-back at the same course, it's massive, and like massive you mentioned pressure. Before, there, is, there, is a, there is a lot of differences, subtle differences, but a lot of differences to the, yeah. to, the, to, the, to, the to the course, and especially the way it's going to play as well, because we have had a lot of rain, mm. and we're going to have rain on Saturday. Sunday is going to be very soft. So, you know, we could have very low-scoring conditions on Sunday because there's not expected to be much wind. So, you know. who, who are you going for? So my pot one is Tommy Fleetwood. Yeah, same. Yeah, I just think. <laughs> do you know what? It's four what the, I'm going to win it. You, I'm going to go troll on the footage. You said Victor Hovland. I'm definitely picking Victor Hovland for the open. Definitely picking Victor Hovland for the open. Yeah, I did. But I've changed on, my mind. Pick Tommy. Yeah, I know. So do you know? I just think his form of late being very good, hasn't he? Yeah. He finished tied fourth in the U.S. Open. Um, he's made the cut in his last five starts. He had that second place in the playoff. Yeah. He doubled the last on Sunday there. He would have had yeah. a top five. Yeah. And you know what? <clears throat> Watching Tommy for the first two rounds, well, for the first round and the start of his third round more than the second round, like, he, he wasn't hitting it the best. And I just think for somebody to not hit it the best... And then still maintain that patience, and then still be in contention come Sunday shows a level of maturity from him now that we've not seen. Like, it, it's a level of maturity that like what winners have got. Yeah, you know, no, not definitely. like sort of in the past. If Tommy like Scheffler coming second, like all the time when I was his yeah. A game, it's like I think with Tommy, what was it like in the past? If he's hit a few loose shots, he probably gets bogeys and you know sort of turns a. 68 into a 74, whereas we're seeing those 74 potentials turn into 68 now. Yeah, no, it's and I was. Think, again, that's a, a level of, like I say, a level of maturity because he's been around for so long and how good would it be just to see him lift that clarity? Well, what I was thinking as well, like how many times has he probably played there? Like his psychologist as a member. Yeah. That Tom Boys is a member there, isn't he? Tom Boys is a member there, yeah. Well, he was. I know I played, I used when I used to play, Matches against Royal Liverpool for um, SNA he used to fucking whip me ass all the time. And then who's the other fella? Isn't he got another another member of his team that's down there? Yeah, but I don't know if Tom Boys isn't his mental coach. Tom Boys is his no, his that is statistician. But is who, who was it? What's his mental coach's name? Don't know. The ginger guy. It's Tom something, isn't it? Yeah, Tom. Is he still working with him? Is he? I don't I, know. I think so. Honest. It's like his, his, one of his best mates, isn't it? 
But he's a, anyway, whoever's it's actual psychologist, <laughs> it will come to me in a second. Okay. Yeah, is a member there. Is a member there. Okay. So he probably shoots 65 around there for fun, doesn't he? Yeah. And then it's the only thing is can he handle the heat? Yeah, it is that. And you know, like you always say in the past, golf's not a game of perfects, is it? You know, you've got to be able to control it in between the years, haven't you? So of course, yeah. There's so many people will want him to win. Oh yeah. You know, I, I just, I just, I think it reminds me of when Shane Lowry won, and Tommy was chasing him, wasn't he? And Tommy comes second, but like, how good would it be to flip that? And oh like, yeah, and have like Tommy and a good friend of him, like Shane, chasing him, but Tommy gets the hometown, yeah, crown. Do you know what I mean? Like the the scenes and the atmosphere that that you get there. But like, if a... not now, if Tommy doesn't win this one, uh, like he needs to win this one. Like... You got Royal Birkdale in a couple of years, haven't you? Yeah, but that's. Yeah. Back there, then it is just yeah, Liverpool, and it holy, that's it, definitely. So it does lead me on to my pot, too, though. Um, hometown boy, I've gone for Matthew Jordan. Have you? I have, yeah, just probably heart over head more than anything. Um, but I've done a proper heart week this week. He's done, he's been, he's, I watched again when I was watching those interviews. Matthew Jordan was, um, came into the Sky Car box. I was hitting some shots there, and he was set, and he had like come into the what? <laughs> Skycart is it called? The Skycart box. <laughs> the Skycart, that's like a box. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean, don't you? Yeah, no, 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 no. Just was funny. Calls, it? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, he was, he was there, and he was talking. They were showing pictures of him like playing at the course. He was like seven years old. I just think he's been a member there since he was seven. He knows every blade of grass on that golf course, and I just think he's going to have a lot of people following him. And I thought if there was ever a time for him it's to... It's another pressure one, though, well, isn't it? This is what I'm saying. If there was ever a time for him to feel the pressure, it'd be a final qualifying, playing in that marquee group with Garcia. You know what I mean? Mm. And having everybody following that group, because everybody there was following that group. People walking the fairways with you, standing right behind you when you're hitting golf shots. And to qualify the way he qualified, if there was ever a time to sort of... Like let the pressure get to you when you when you're trying to qualify for your home open. Yeah. That that would have been it. So I think if you can get through that, I know the open's a totally different ball game, but I just think he's handled his nerves well there and played well on the links. He's so used to playing that golf course. I just think if it went if it isn't Tommy that's going to win it, that's the next best story for me. Right. I've gone all English, me. Okay. So I've gone for Jordan Smith. Yeah. Solid player. Good, Decent yeah. finish, top 20 at the Scottish. Yeah, 12th he finished, yeah, yeah. Coming through. He finished 12th, did he? Tied 12th he finished, I think. Oh, yeah, well, there's loads of them tied 12, wasn't there? So, yeah. like, he's, yeah, he's like a shot off top 10 nearly, isn't he, really, yeah, yeah. there? But it's, I just think he's trending in the right direction of four solid rounds around there. 68, 69, 68, 68, it's... Take he's been that. playing well all season. I'm yeah. surprised he hasn't won more than he's already won. Yeah. I've, I've picked him a few times in my, um, not obviously the order of merit, but when we've had, who do you think will win this tournament? I've, 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 put, I've put him in there because yeah, I think I did as well once. He's always up there. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. So, yeah, no good choice. I've gone Yannick Paul part three. Right. Yeah. Um. Yet to prove himself on the big stage, I think, but, um, although this is his debut at the Open Championship, if you look at his progression progression as a career in 2021 he come runner up in the challenge tour to get a dp world tour card as a rookie on the dp world tour in 2022 
he won his first of his first DP World Tour title. And in this season, although he hasn't won in 2023, he's had so many close calls and close finishes, and he's constantly been up there and challenging on, on the DP World Tour. And I think as a as a progression, and obviously playing um, with with familiar, he's had a few PJ Tour starts. He's played in all the majors this season. I just think if there's a time in pot three, given his form. Um, that's that's the reason I've gone for him. <laughs> okay, okay, I've gone for Matt Wallace. Okay, yeah, one open quals. So he won uh, open quals there. West Langs in the wind, links golf, solid player, English. Got to be nailed on to make the course, Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Is well, that's that's my uh, theory on it all. Is it? I've gone um, back to back Germans for part right. three and part four. Tiger Christiansen. Oh, the West Lanks, The amateur, yeah. Qualified through West Lanks. Played unbelievable at the European Amateur Championships. That was a very, very low score, and we kept an eye on that because Jack Brooks. I think there's six par fives at that course, can you was saying as well? That's why the scoring was so low. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. So he's um with a name like Tiger at this at this venue. It's like Tyson Fury, and it's Tyson, you've got to like Yeah, you've got to back him. I just yeah, I watched them for a few holes at the um at the open quals and he do, he hits it a mile, swings it brilliantly. And his form is really good. You know, he took that form from the European Championships, Amateur Championships, to final quals at West Lanks. Saw himself beat the likes of Sergio Garcia to get in, you know. So I think, you know, in part four, you're just looking for a cup. But I do think that he'll get the silver medal this week. Brilliant. Um, I've gone for the only English player in part four, in part four <laughs> Who is Oliver it? Wilson. Yeah, golly, yeah. He's playing so, well this season, though. He is, yeah. Like... I just don't got. I was going driving to... off the deck, doesn't he? Yeah, he loves it, doesn't he? Yeah, I Proper think. Laura Davis gear. I know. I listening to like some of his interviews that he's done this season. He's like driving was the thing that was holding them back, and he seems to have found something with this hitting off the deck and teaser for weasels, isn't it? <laughs> that's, a, that's that guy. Have you seen that guy? No. There's a guy called Dod King on Instagram. Oh yeah, I have. Yeah, and then that's, that's his, off the deck. Yeah, that, yeah, that's his thing, isn't it? Teaser for weasels, like. <laughs> He's cool, him, and he just yeah, he's, the ball he, is, he is. He like, is. He's funny. Like I was watching a few of his videos. Like I didn't really like him at first, but now I'm thinking yeah, he's funny. Him. Yeah, he's a good guy. Um, yeah, that's it. Just going all English, and uh, and just hope we get an English winner. Yeah, I've got England pot one, pot two, Germany pot three, pot four. So let's see how it all unfolds. No Americans, which is yeah, an interesting one, isn't it? We haven't. It's a proper heart. Yeah, I, I think. think do you know what? At... I was so caught up in the American stats, and I was looking. I thought, you know what? I'm throwing the PJ staff book out the window and I'm going all hard and I'm going all English. Yeah. Well, I think Link's golf is completely different. Ex- exactly. You can, have, you can have all the you need to gra- You need a gritty, grindy you player. Know, short game's got to be on point. You need to put well because the greens are big and undulating. Yeah, Mickelson's going to win any. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even Ricky, someone like Ricky Fowler, you know, he's going to be up there, isn't he? Playing well. It, there's just so many players. And what's Bryson going to do this week? He's talking about strategy. Like Kep- no one's speaking about Kepka, are they? Like he, at the minute, Major, drivers, yeah. he? One of the best drivers of the ball at the moment. Like so consistently straight. Yeah, playing very, very well. Mr. Majors. It's just going to be an unbelievable event. And it is. Looking forward to getting down there. Got my tickets for tomorrow. We're going to go and watch some of the uh, practicing tomorrow, aren't we? And yeah, I then, think John Rahm's off at nine, isn't he? Yeah, John Rahm's off. Um, and then we're going to the... Scottsdale golf magic golf magic thing yeah yeah the, the revolution bar yeah they've got a little island into the docks haven't they so yeah we'll go there for a few hours and see what that's saying um but yeah anybody who is attending Hoy Lake this week 
and you've got some appear on clothing, we would appreciate it if you wore it. And tag appearing at the open, best picture wins a prize. They do. Good to be back, mate. It is. And we'll see you all soon. Ciao. Thank you.